0: I have one question for you. Are you ready to do your fertility journey differently? Hey there, I'm Bella Hilton, and this is the Studio Fertility Podcast, where each week I bring you real, actionable tips and strategies to help you get your mind from chaos to calm and your body from resistant to receiving. So if you want to feel better now and improve your fertility, let's do this. Everyone and welcome to the Studio Fertility Podcast. I am your host, Bella Hilton, as always. And we are dealing with something today that can be truly heartbreaking, especially when your fertility journey has taken you to these places. And that is when your IUI or your IVF or other assisted reproductive cycle fails. Now, I want to say something straight up. If you have not had a failed cycle, but you're about to start a cycle, this podcast isn't for you. Don't do that to yourself. Plenty of IUIs and IVFs work the first time, okay? This podcast is for those of you who have had a failed cycle and you're struggling to deal with the mental and emotional heartbreak of it all because it's devastating. Because we don't start out using IVF or IUI or inventions at all or thinking oh I can't wait to start IVF you know (laughs) rather than try naturally no we start off trying things au natural and thinking we will get pregnant the natural way and having all the oh I suddenly feel off or oh suddenly my period's late and you know and we pee on a stick and it's all joy and happiness we don't think that we're going to take this medical approach and it takes a while to get your head around that so when it fails it stings just a little bit more. So it can often take a lot, you know, before we start to commit ourselves to do things like IUI or IVF or ovulation induction or whatever it is that we are doing. Because even that first step over the line into the medical world can mean a lot to some people. We don't do it lightly. And because of so many factors, because we want it so much, because nothing else has been working because it costs so much money, we have more hope and dreams pinned on it that it is going to work, right? If you have one time um, and $20,000, like, you know, that's pretty big. And even if you've been, you know, and even if you are like told on a forum or something that it doesn't usually work the first time, which is rubbish, Um. That failed IUI or IVF is immensely heartbreaking. And I have been there through seven of those. Now, not seven full IVF cycles. I never did IUI. Um, But seven either IVF procedures with transfers or just frozen transfers. And even one cancelled cycle. Uh, Cycles where I got eight eggs collected to only two eggs collected. Cycles where I didn't get pregnant to, uh, four out of those seven actually getting pregnant and having that hope and then miscarrying. And oddly, one of those times I got pregnant was during the canceled cycle because we changed it to timed intercourse. And then I thought, you know, Oh, this has to be my miracle. You know, you know, if I actually like it actually happened this way and then it wasn't. And then I was like, oh my God, I work that way? (laughs) Like I was so confused. I had had sex for, you know, years without getting pregnant. And now I'd had sex and got pregnant that way, like just didn't compute in my head. And so then I was like, well, so I can have sex and get pregnant. The sperm does meet the egg. The egg does travel down. The embryo can implant. Then where the hell is the breakdown when I've had sex all those other times, right? It's always why, right? What happened? Why? And that can eat us up. And despite all that effort and all that money, you still feel like you have nothing to show for it, right? Now, I've used the term failed cycle because that is how most of us talk about those cycles in terms of failure, which I think can often make us feel like failures. So a lot more gets wrapped up into these cycles than just it didn't work. But it's also I didn't work. I failed. And I think that we need to think about these cycles in a different way. It's, you know, instead of failure. Um, And that's doubly true when we've been told that it's all egg quality, right? And your husband's sperm is fine. Anyone, you know, raising their hand or nodding along to that one. We blame ourselves and our bodies. Um, we feel truly heartbroken that for what is many, the last resort, right? The end of the line, IVF, RUI, it's kind of the medical journey that kind of feels like the end of the line, you know, and this has also failed. Um, I got, a, I got a message on one of my stories recently and someone saying to me, asking me the question, I've had two failed um, IVF cycles where, you know, no embryos have even made it to day five. Does this mean I'm doomed? And it can really feel that way. There are so many crushing blows that we experience during that one cycle that it's hard to quantify or put into words. Some people don't have the opportunity to, you know, even try in between either because they have no fallopian tubes or block tubes and the like. So our hopes get pinned on this kind of all or nothing, which can be also a very dangerous approach when it's all or nothing. And that's the thing with this. It's all or nothing, right? You either get the baby or you don't. There are no prizes for almost getting pregnant or getting pregnant and then miscarrying just like there's no prize for coming second in a job interview, right? (laughs) But that all or nothing feeling can be so consuming, so overwhelming, so crushing when things don't work out. And, you know, so honestly, when I was in those positions where my cycles had failed or I had miscarriages, I had to process it. I had to pull out all my tools in order to actually process these things. And not let myself get to that point where I felt like it was my fault. Because none of this is any of our faults, right? I allowed myself to be human and real and not change the heartache or the pain. Sometimes we are so quick to want to push it down because it feels so bad. you know, And just jump into the next cycle because you can't bear the pain and you don't want to feel it anymore. And I get that because we don't want to feel the pain. We just want to move on. We just want to get our baby. So we just want to keep going. But we can't truly process and move on our negative feelings unless we sit with them and are still with them and allow them to run their course. We need to not judge ourselves and say, this is shit. Like this is really fucking shit. And be able to sit with those emotions and just allow ourselves to be human, not, I can't feel that way, I just need to keep moving, right? Now I mean uh, the emotions of the failed cycle. What a lot of us do, though, is try to process the grief like it's your whole fertility journey, right? So we want to process the emotions of the failed cycle, not your whole fertility journey. It's kind of a different process, and if you need to do that because you've been through some serious trauma and stuff. I think you really need to start to look into someone that can support you to start to heal that. Um, So getting back to this, so it's like, you know, we don't want to grieve your whole fertility journey like it's come to an end and you will never be a mother, right? We need to be able to separate out the end of the line and a failed cycle. Now, for many of you uh, who are listening to this, you will go on. You will go on to do another cycle and actually we will go on to be mothers as well. Um, and if that is the case, remember that this isn't the end and this doesn't mean that you will never be a mother. You can't know that. So many of you listening, like I just said right now, will become mothers. I know it's hard to take in. I know it's hard to appreciate when you're sitting in your pain when nothing seems to have worked. But the majority, in fact, in one way, shape or another, will become mothers. Now, if it is the end, you have more to sit with and more to process. And I appreciate that. And it's a bigger deal. And you might need to seek someone out to help you with that as well. So when we sit with our emotions and don't try to move them on, though, then we're able to deal with the grief and the sadness of that failed cycle to be able to move on faster. And when we aren't judging how we feel or trying to move those feelings on, we're able to nurture ourselves in the right way, actually taking care of ourselves. Because what tends to happen is we have a traumatic experience, we have this grief and we just bury it and try to move forward and we don't actually take care of ourselves. And the combination can be brutal. I remember after a uh, pretty traumatic miscarriage following an IBS cycle that I had, my husband and I went to Bali for a holiday and having that time out with him where I didn't have to compete with his work for his attention, right? Because, you know, he gets busy and I don't mean to, you know, say that to be mean to my husband because he's amazing and is super supportive. He just really gets busy with his work like we all do and it can be distracting, right? And I didn't have to compete with that at all, which was super nice. And I just had that love and care and, um, you know, I could give it to him all day and night too. We could be there with each other without anything taken away from where, where and what we needed to process. And I set up my self care, right? I was on a holiday there were experiences i could have but there were also nurturing things that i could experience massages are extremely cheap over there so i kind of challenged myself to have 14 massages in 14 days right and i managed to have 11 which i you know i think was a pretty good outcome but i was indulging you see the whole trip and all the things i find very nurturing now some of you might not find massages very nurturing but that touching and and someone looking after me I find that very nurturing and time with my husband being in water and swimming and being looked after um you know I got I was able to really look after myself and indulge in the things that really helped me heal um when someone is looking after me like that I feel indulgent and blissful and really allowed you know, my soul to heal from a deeper place than if I just have to get on with my life. Now, not everyone can do that. Um, that was a really lucky, fortuitous timing. I just wanted to tell you my experience, um, because it is quite possible to do that healing without going overseas and sitting with yourself to, um, you know, indulge, um, in quite so, so many massages and things like that. But able, being able to sit with yourself and to feel that sadness but give yourself time to do that and time out to do that. Um, I think it's important you must find ways to, that speak to you, that nurture you, right? It's not about sitting around and wallowing in your stew and spiraling down into a black hole of misery, right? It's about crying and letting it out and taking care of yourself and not judging how you feel. It's being super kind to yourself. It's taking that part of you that can see how sad and broken you are and being super kind to yourself. It's eliminating all that self-talk about it being your fault or your body is failing you or you are letting your husband or partner down because all this stuff, it's simply not true. All this stuff is us beating up on ourselves and blaming ourselves and it gets us nowhere, right? It certainly doesn't get us feeling any better. When the truth is there is no one to blame, it's just a shitty situation and we need to appreciate that and really look after ourselves. We truly need to learn to dial down that self-talk when we're trying to grieve what we have been through or we won't give it up, we won't give up those feelings, we will keep that pain because on some level we think we deserve it because we failed. So if you're having a tough time letting go of that feeling of failure, then please talk to someone like me. Where do you think that you're holding on to that pain as a way of punishing yourself and where do you think that is getting you? Honestly, I want you to answer that question for yourself this week because I will let you in on a little secret. It is okay to heal and it is okay to get past this and it is okay to actually even feel happy um, after a failed cycle, after a miscarriage, after it all. Our ability to grieve this and to heal this and be able to be our best selves for whenever we decide what is next is to be able to be so fucking kind to ourselves, right? But most of us aren't kind to ourselves, let alone without a fertility journey. Most of us have that dialogue going on in our brain where we are beating up on ourselves constantly. I have to finish all these things on my list, otherwise I can't go to bed. Who said, who made up those rules? I, you know, I... I have to uh, beat up on myself about my weight otherwise, you know, you know, because I'm worthless, because I'm a bit overweight or something, you know, whatever your your issues are, we need to start to process those and calm them down and start to be really kind to ourselves. Dealing with a failed cycle is not easy, even if it was a long shot. And if you're having a hard time processing it, I also don't recommend jumping straight back in particularly with IVF. Sometimes we need to take the time to grieve and heal before we can decide what is next and make that decision less from a place of fear and panic but and, and more from a place because it feels right for us to do. Imagine being in that place where you're like, yes, I feel good about going on I actually welcome and embrace IUI or the next IVF for myself now. I said this before, regret creeps in when we make decisions from fear and panic and when we're making that decision from intuition and a place of love for ourselves then there is nothing to regret, regret can't creep in. There is no one way to deal with a failed cycle, please, please know that too, no one size fits all and no time limit on how long you need. Although I feel that if you are going on and grieving that one thing for a really long time, then you probably do need to seek help. But if you're struggling to love yourself through this process and be kind to yourself and dial down those tapes in your head that are are unnecessarily telling you lies like it's your fault, then again, I urge you to find a course or a fertility coach like me, like the ones that I have that can actually help you move forward by giving you the tools that you need to do that. It isn't natural, unfortunately, like um, mentally and emotionally, it isn't natural for us to heal through these processes, believe it or not, because we have that negativity bias. And we often need to be taught just how we do process information, just how we do create meaning, why we spiral down, and how to get yourself out of it. And when you understand yourself on a deeper level, then you have more choice. You have more ways to see the world, have a bigger perspective, and might just be able to see that in the end, you're going to be okay. If you need to practice saying that to yourself, you know, in the end, I'm going to be okay. In the end, I am going to be okay. And hopefully, I'm hoping that you're listening to this and really taking on that hope that you are going to be okay today. And I will see you next time on the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Studio Fertility Podcast. Remember, if you like this podcast, go ahead and subscribe so you can make sure you know when the next episode drops. And you can find other episodes right now at studiofertility.com slash podcast. And of course, if you know of anyone else that would benefit from this podcast, make sure you share it with them and pay it forward. We are all in this together. Make sure too that you give us a five-star rating to help others find this podcast. And let me know how this podcast has benefited you by leaving your review so I can continue to deliver more great content That I know you want and need and if you're starting to find that your infertility journey is getting the best of you please head over to my website at studiofertility.com meditation and you can get instant access to a week of learning all about meditation hypnosis and visualization how to use each one and how they benefit you and of course some actual tracks to start to calm your nervous system. Each day, you will receive a short video and an awesome meditation, hypnosis, or visualization that you can do in your own time. And of course, access to those tracks for whenever you need them. Just head to studiofertility.com slash meditation to find out more. And I'll see you next time on the podcast.